Suplex. Is that a kind of pig? It sounds like a kind of pig. I don't know. I guess when it comes to wrestling, you're going to have to convince me. Welcome to Convince Me, the show where a wide-eyed leg-droptimist tries to convince a couple of skeptics to get in the ring with his distinctive, sometimes downright, double-underhook-usual, obsessional wrestling. Smooth. <laughs> that's, Smooth. Uh, that's our parody of our own intro sentence. This is the show, Convince Me, where we try to have a guest on that tries to convince us of their topic. They love something, and they want us to love it, too. I am Ben Castle. I'm a co-host for the day, and sitting to my left is Thayer Frechette, the French cat. Meow, meow, meow. Uh-huh. Good to be here. You yeah. Know, I'm excited. Uh, hey, parents, you, you got them? You got parents? <laughs> you got parents? Weather. What's up with it? Uh, uh, what were you going to say? I was going to say Jeff Kaufman. Yeah. Uh, we're grieved to be missing <laughs> Jeff Kaufman. Very grieved. He's in, I think, New York right now? He's in New York, uh, just finding himself. <laughs> if you were going to say, what what does Jeff sound like in New York? What, what, would, what would your impression be there? Taxi. <laughs> uh, here's my impression. How many calories are in that pizza pie? That's my Jeff in New York. Anyway, today we are joined. We're very excited to have writer and comedian Mikey McCaller here today. Hello. Hey, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, I'm so excited to have come. Mikey uh, is here to talk about professional wrestling. More yeah. specifically, he wrote uh, the following. I'm going to read this. Do professional it. wrestling is the most multi-layered and fascinating of the great American art forms. It's very Hell eloquent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's... That's big time. That's a big right? statement. I'm ready. Here's the, I, like I feel like pro wrestling definitely has a stigma, and a lot of it mm-hmm. is deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's southern men who um, buy into it, who don't accept that it's fake and don't realize it. Um, and it's very cornball, and it's got a lot of bad segments. But there are moments if you stick with it that are so interesting and like emotional and like cross lines between what is real and what is fake that it's like I feel like within professional wrestling within this giant community that is uh like WWE and then all the other like independents and then like the internet forums there's something delightful that anybody will find that they could love in professional wrestling. I think it's just like super broad and that's your like overall thesis for us. I would say that there are there are nuances that are not okay. uh, immediately noticed. Uh, you think it's a pancake. You think it's one thing. No, no, no. That's a waffle. That's got nooks and crannies. We've got a lot to get into. What a great wrestling name. No, I like, like the pancake yeah, the or pancake's the waffle. The pancake's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. You're, um, you're the pancake when you're a good guy, and then when you uh, hit your Oof. best friend in the back with a steel chair, you turn into the waffle and reveal <laughs> the hidden wow. pockets of butter and syrup. I mean, that's rich. That's rich. Have you been to, like, a Monday Night Raw? Or, like, how often? I... Very rarely. Yeah. I went um, in college. I went to what's called a house show. It wasn't like a TV show, but it's just like the touring oh, yeah. company comes through. Um, like at an arena or something? Right. Uh, and that was in Minnesota in the Target wow. Center. And then I've been to a couple like local independent shows here okay. in Los Angeles. Oh, I've heard about these. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Uh, Indi- there's like an indie wrestling yeah, yeah, yeah. scene? It's, it's popular with comedians. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That, I'm pretty intrigued. Uh, Thayer, what's your baseline? You, you like wrestling? 
I can't say I've seen too much of it. I did. There used to be a Nintendo 64 game, which was... No I Mercy? Think, uh, not No Mercy. It was actually... I think it was WWF versus NWO, which at the time I think was like the rival wrestling league. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, but I think you had your, you had your macho man, Randy Savage in there. Uh, I think from uh, NWO, there's Ray Mysterio, who's like a, uh, it's like a kind of a traditional Mexican wrestler, but come to the the arena. And uh, it's, so that was mostly it, but I played it quite a bit and I had some favorites, but I haven't watched too much. I have to say, but every now and again, Raw will pop up on my TV, and I'll be like, um, I'll take a look. I'll take <laughs> yeah, a look. Yeah, so you're not, like, hard against it. I'm not hard against it. I'm always intrigued. I think, yeah, what uh, I'm against is, like, it does seem uh, really uh, overdone, but at the same time, maybe there's some drama there that I have to follow, right. you know? I feel like I'm coming in at the end of each season, maybe if I'm there at the beginning. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. But great bods all around. Oof. Looking tight. Nice to look at those muscles. Tight. Was China with a Y? Is that a wrestling? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's what comes to my mind. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, my baseline is um, I never watched wrestling as a kid. Uh, like, kind of knew about it. Didn't know much. Uh, I think I played that 64 game in, in college. My uh, college roommate that I was paired with as a freshman, Tony Allen. Shout out to Tony if he's listening. He's probably not listening. He's the Undertaker. It's very rare. <laughs> Tony <laughs> Allen yeah. is the Undertaker. <laughs> he, was, uh, he would wear a lot of makeup. Okay. It was like black and white. on his. <laughs> he's, he's really into Crips. I don't know. Sure, no, sure. Uh, Tony was a great guy. Um, uh, very sweet and, and cool guy to have as your freshman roommate. Very into wrestling. Like had VHS tapes of it, and um, wow. mm. like the the ones that are sold, and then also the ones he had made. Mm-hmm. So we watched uh, a lot of wrestling. He would do wrestling moves on people, which was hilarious. Um, but I still I, I could not connect with it. I never found like an in. Mm. Um, I did through him. I think I gained more of an appreciation for like how funny it is because he would like crack up, and it's funny. I think just to throw yourself into it. Like, as a fan, like, people, like, cheer while you're watching the TV and, like, mm-hmm. boo and stuff. But, like, yeah, I can't watch it. It's <laughs> I tried. You're going to have tried. to it's, Yeah, there's, like, an end to it that I haven't discovered or something. Right. So, yeah, uh, that's my baseline. Okay. Yeah. No, those baselines are uh, exactly right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what about, like, your history with it? Sure. Yeah. Um, so, the WWF specifically had, like, this enormously popular period in from like 1998 to about 2001 okay um stone cold steve austin sure. and the rock austin like, 316 heard of it yeah no that's like an, an amazing catchphrase like he just says it one <laughs> it makes time no sense he said it to make fun of uh jake John the snake Three- roberts yeah yeah who was a bible thumper at that yes. time and he just said like top of his head john 316 <laughs> You talk about your John 316. Well, Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. <laughs> and he just improvises really that. Funny. And it makes this multi-billion dollar merchandising. Sure, yeah, seeing it on so many people's t-shirts yeah. and like signs. So that's, yeah. that's fun. But like those two guys, I oh, feel like. So it was Stone Cold and who? who Stone Cold and The Rock. The Rock, right. Those two guys in and of themselves would have been like a Hulk Hogan level figure. The fact that you had both of them together in their prime at the same time is like stunning. Yeah. And they were rivals. They were fighting all the time. They were my two favorites. Steve Austin is the guy who got me into wrestling because all of my friends at school would every Tuesday morning would be like, oh, my God, did you see what Stone Cold did? And I had to see what Stone Cold did. 
Because <laughs> no. it was wild every time. Are you, now, are you Team Austin or Team Rock? Or is team it back Austin, and forth? Team for Austin. Sure. Is okay. he a... Uh, okay, help us with a vocab. Sure. Is it face and heel? Uh, yes. What is that? Uh, baby faces is the full nomenclature. Those are the good guys. Those are um, the heroes. We root for them. And then yeah. you have the under heels. eighteen. They're usually <laughs> they're all children. <laughs> they're l- sure, real little sure. guys. The moment you uh, turn eighteen, they hand you a steel chair and you hit your best friend <laughs> in the back. So baby faces, good guys. The baby Rock. faces are good guys. Uh, the Rock was a face. Steve Hulk. Austin was a face. Hulk was a face. Oh, I, th- I figured Steve Austin was a bad guy. Is, yeah, is there an arc? Do they go like baby face? One's that one's that chair they coming will, out. They will turn. Uh, they call them uh, heel turn. Usually you turn heel and a baby face turn is like a slow progression. Mm. But there are moments when uh, you will switch. And what's fun about wrestling is like my favorite moment is a heel turn. Because you, like sometimes you they like build to it successfully and it mm. just feels like it's natural. You know, a tag team will they have like reasons kind of. Oh, yes. yeah, go ahead. That's what you're saying. Um, th- yeah, a tag team will be fighting. They yeah. start blaming each other for the loss. Um, and then all of a sudden one of them will just like after a match, just, uh, it's always a steel chair. They always bash him with the steel <laughs> chair. Um, and it's, it's handy. It's delightful. It's like, that's like this clear moment where it's, it's almost like what's fun about wrestling is it does have these, these terms, these baby faces and heels, but then it also has like, uh, this idea of the heel turn, which is like not something people do in real life. In real life, our relationships kind of drift apart you know in uh the sopranos it's still kind of a surprise when tony soprano turns on right. christopher right. spoilers <laughs> i just realized uh, oh no i don't know if you were halfway through the sopranos <laughs> or not but it's like that's... big puss just died <laughs> that's what i've been watching but uh. like so you have these like crystal clear moments in wrestling where it's just like that's not realistic, but like once you understand the vocabulary, it's like, okay, this moment has occurred, and now because this guy is a bad guy, we've not only split the tag team, or we've not only seen him switch to the bad guy side, but now we get all these new matchups because this bad guy version of this guy gets to fight all the good guys that mm. he was kind of walled off from before. So how quickly does do these transformations come about? Is it like is it each uh, I guess airing of a fight, it, like does this build up, or is it just like one night? It's like you're turning tonight, and then I think oh, they go full yeah, sabotage. Yeah. So the way wrestling um, and WWE is the only one I'm like deep knowledge of. Okay. Um, that is officially run by one man, Vince McMahon. Right. So billionaire, yeah, billionaire Vince McMahon, unbelievable. Uh, a, a very classic line from one of my favorite wrestlers, CM Punk. Uh, Vince McMahon is a millionaire who should be a billionaire. Uh, Austin 316. <laughs> Austin 316, dude. If it's in the... You gotta do it. Unbelievable. Uh, Vince McMahon <laughs> runs the show. So there, it's basically down to his whims. So you can tell, and this is kind of the meta-textual reading of pro wrestling, not only are there the storylines going on, there's a good guy versus a bad guy, but there's also, like, the fans clearly like this guy more than Vince right. McMahon does. So you're kind of rooting for them to win, even though you know it's a fake match, because a win will mean that the company is finally getting on board with the wrestler you like, and therefore you will see him more often and in more important storylines. So in that way, it does kind of mirror sports, right? Like, in the same way I root for uh, my favorite football team, I am suddenly rooting for one of my favorite wrestlers to win matches, even though it doesn't matter. (laughs) This is crazy. I'm, I'm very intrigued. What are some, like... Uh, what what was was there one particular turn that just like caught you by surprise? Yeah, was yeah. there like a tag team? I'll, t- I'll tell you about my favorite heel turn of all time. Yeah, please. 
Um, and it's the you were walking down the street. <laughs> you were like, "Hey, there's a Starbucks. He'll <laughs> turn." Sorry, and go the, ahead. The barista hit me in the back with a steel chair. <laughs> um, Steve Austin versus The Rock, two okay. the two number one good guys right. of all time right. on a collision course, WrestleMania. The Rock, couple is of the baby champion. faces, two baby faces. It's it's fairly unusual, especially in this era, for like two baby faces. But it's just like it's WrestleMania. It's the biggest show of the year. You have to pay for that, right? Like pay per view. Uh, no? n- you did at the time. Now it's like an interesting. Now they have their own network. So, There's a whole uh, wrestling network. Man, it's like I'm, an online app. Okay, it's um, not a federation anymore. And honestly, yes. First of all, it's, it's not entertainment, a right? Or, yeah. uh, the World Wildlife Federation beat them. Yeah, in court, much better federation. Uh, I mean, yeah. they tried harder. Well, yeah, and uh, they had a steel chair. <laughs> that panda coming out of nowhere with that steel chair—it'll <laughs> get you. Um, so they are uh, Steve Austin and The Rock going to fight for the championship at WrestleMania. The backstory to this is Steve Austin like made his name beating the shit out of Vince McMahon, right? This is oh really? This is why Steve Austin became like the number one good guy because not only was he like funny and charismatic and a great wrestler, but like he his narrative was he was the working man standing up to his boss. He just okay. decided he wasn't going to take any more guff from Vince McMahon and started beating the crap out of him. <laughs> and he's like, hey. You won fair and square. I'll let you keep your job. <laughs> kind of. That's a company. That's a company I want to work at. Right there. You can beat the shit out of your yeah. boss. And he's like, "I like you. Got guts, kid." Vince McMahon's strategy was never to fire negligent employees, but just to hire like a Samoan to beat them up. <laughs> it's not. It's not effective workplace well, management. Yeah, I would love to yeah. talk to the HR people. Yeah. At WWE. The like workplace consultant who came up with that plan. Well, you know who's uh, who can really solve this problem for you? A big Samoan. <laughs> it's what you got to get in here. He's just punching desks. <laughs> yeah. They've uh, they got special Nikes for him. I mean, you can't say no. <laughs> oh my god! So Steve Austin spends years fighting Vince McMahon, the working man, standing up to his boss. He um, hurts his neck, goes out. Oh for yeah, a I remember year. this. Yeah, that's real injury. Real not, injury. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, Workplace injury. Mm. Hope he gets comp for that. Uh, Samoan man picked him up and <laughs> dropped him right on his. No, it was a man was... named Owen Hart. Uh, Ugh. Ugh. Right, we love him. He... Wait, is it Triple H? No. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just remember like one other? I wrestler? remembered the wrestler's <laughs> name. I worked at KB Toys around this same era, and the wrestling toys were so popular. Sure. And I did not understand it. And also, like wrestling video games and all this paraphernalia. Yeah. We they had. really had a good run. I mean, yeah. Because I think like the '80s, and then they definitely that time '98 to 2001. Because like yeah. I was playing that game, and I was not it was watching. Fun. It was great. I yeah. love it. I mean, it it like at KB Toys, which is a small toy store. It had like a full uh, aisle cap, like and it had like triple what Star Wars had. Triple H. Yeah, triple H. What Star Wars had? <laughs> yeah. Uh, preparation. Triple H. Go ahead, Mikey. Sure. Sorry. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Steve Austin gets hurt. Goes out for a year, yeah. comes back. The Rock has become, in the time that Steve Austin's gone, this is when The Rock really steps okay. up and becomes the number one guy. He figures so out got, the eyebrow thing. He started lifting his eyebrows. <laughs> is he a good chef? He's always asking, do you smell what he's cooking? Like, well, what maybe is it's he just cooking? a pungent chef. <laughs> he could have used a lot of garlic. Yeah. <laughs> pungent chef. <laughs> or maybe he's like maybe those that's a fart joke. Is that a fart joke? Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Uh I've always heard it described as just like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, yeah. That's you what, what that means. You know what I'm yeah. getting you know what I'm getting oh, at? Oh, that I would just, be that's a like better delivery. Window. Hey, you know what I'm cooking? Hey. Hey, hey man. Do you, you know smell what, what the rock is cooking? <laughs> hey man, I don't mean to bother you. You just <laughs> Do you smell what I'm cooking? 
Oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. It's so funny to think he was doing that, and then he's like singing in Moana from there. <laughs> it's, it's what a journey. Uh, all right, so The Rock's now like number one. Rock's the number star. one guy. Stone Cold's the number one guy. Okay. Uh, Rock's the champion. Steve Austin wins the Royal Rumble. That means you get a title shot at WrestleMania. And so these two behemoths are going head to head. It's a giant match. Okay. And they have a sit down interview before the match. Oh, yeah. Two guys just in like the backstage locker room. They're both in like their athletic, like uh, the like track pants, kind of like it's like. Out of the office, yeah. like, this is, like, kind of the subtlety is, like, this is real. This is, like, not the performer versions of them. This is what does it mean. Right, is it more right. convincing, too? Yes. Okay. Because you you actually have this moment where The Rock, like, drops his shtick, and he's just like, listen, we are having this match. This title belt means a lot to me. <laughs> and Steve Austin's like, you don't understand. I've been out for a year. There is nothing I wouldn't do for that. Like, and it's all of a sudden, it's like kind of quiet. It's like subtle. It's like there is nothing I wouldn't do, Rock, to beat you for that title. I need that title back. I need it. Unbelievable. We get into this match. It's a great match. It's like really, it's legitimately like back and forth. They're hitting each other with their finishers. That again is like the language that says this match is over, but they're kicking out of the pinfalls. Right, like right. Back and forth. Oh, yeah. The drama is intense. All of a sudden, Vince McMahon comes down to the ring. And we're like, what? What is this guy doing here? And he, you know, hates The Rock a lot. He hates Steve Austin a lot. It's like, does he hate both these dudes? Like, just a bad boss. But he's kind of... <laughs> this guy sucks. He's crying over there. What is he, a boss baby? <laughs> he was in a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's uh, Sobbing a lot. Because he's not a baby face. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> Vince McMahon comes down to the ring. We have no idea what he's doing. He gets a steel chair, throws it in the ring. Steve what? Austin picks it up, bashes the rock with it. Oh. We're just like, what? Pins the rock. Rock kicks Which that's out. So that's seen as like, this is an illegal move, right? Well, or it's well, a bad, bad They had guy officially move. made it a no disqualification match, so it was not against the rules, but it's just like, good guys don't use help. It's good a bad guys look. fight them for uh, themselves. Bad look. It's like a pride thing, kind of. Yeah. Steve Austin hits The Rock with the steel chair, pins him. One, two, The Rock kicks out. The Rock's still not done. Steve Austin <laughs> takes the steel chair and just wails on him for like 10 minutes. It's like excessive. That's insane. They like, really want to let people know this is a bad guy now. This is nuts. He pins The Rock, wins the championship. Vince McMahon gets in, shakes hands. They shake hands. Ooh. These longtime enemies. And it's like... The narrative that they were telling and that they didn't do a great job of explaining, <laughs> the thing about it is, like, Steve Austin has been injured. He's lost his confidence. So in that interview, when he starts saying, there's nothing I wouldn't do, it's like this really uh, subtle setup to, like, I don't care what it takes. I need to I'll beat cheat. You. But it's like yeah. it was such a logical progression to go from that injury to, like, now I'm not confident. And now I need the help of this guy who right. I hated so much. Um, the... Steve Austin bad guy run would only last about eight months because he was such a charismatic, fun figure that right, it, like right. nobody really wanted to boo him, but you couldn't right, help like right. you, you could tell they wanted you to. But he would like he was paranoid was kind of his angle at that point. So then he was cheating to win. He was running away from wrestlers. He didn't want to defend his title. Um, and everybody hates it i think it's delightful it's so funny <laughs> it's, he started doing at this time he uh steve austin when he would interview somebody he would just be like do you think you deserve a title and as they'd start to talk you just say what like, yeah so I think I deserve what and the fans started doing it too 
to this day, this is we're talking like 10, 15 years it's after. So this, juvenile. The fans, whenever there's a there's a, a break in like a wrestler's like delivering a promo in front of the audience, yeah. they'll chant what? <laughs> it's horrible. It's like he ruined the wrestling industry. Were you and your buddies so just doing funny. that to each it's other? So <laughs> funny to do. <laughs> But so the thing about what? that is you have to go through. <laughs> I like, you know, I'm, I'm getting on board. I like this that. is this is one fun moment. And WrestleMania is a lot of times where like uh, one or two of the best stories kind of culminate. Right. You got to go through a lot to get there. It's like a big season. And on that m- note, let's talk about the season when we come back from this break. Yeah. <laughs> We've all had it happen. You're alone in a coffee shop drinking coffee, laptop open, when Keith from the office walks in and asks if that seat is taken. Oh, no. You have to let him join you because clearly you're alone. Well, no more, thanks to Extra Jacket and Bag. Extra Jacket and Bag is a new subscription service that will send you a new extra jacket and bag every week to drape over a surrounding chair and let unwanted weirdos know that you're not alone. Your table mate's just in the bathroom. Extra Jacket and Bag sends a variety of extra jackets and bags, including girlfriend, boyfriend, child, grandma, and even Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Extra Jacket and Bag is vacuum sealed and shipped with dry ice to ensure freshness. Check out Extra Jacket and Bag today at knowthisseatstaken.biz. Hey, do you guys drink wine ever? Seen this? You heard about this? Drink beer? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I forgot this this is interactive. You You guys drink beer? Yeah, I've uh, I've, I've drank. Uh, I've been inebriated before, Mikey. I have once, one time. Well, here's the crazy thing. Sometimes you're at home and you're like, "Dang, I would love some brew, some wine, and some spirits." Well, guess what, guys? Saucy is a beer, wine, and spirits ordered online, delivered directly to your front door. Knock, knock. Guess what? It's alcohol. Delivery in thirty minutes. One thousand products, great prices. Order craft beer, wine, and spirits online. Or download the mobile app for your iOS or Android. Uh, so to get alcohol delivered to your door and save 10% on your order, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash saucy. That's boardwalkaudio.com slash saucy. That's boardwalkaudio.com forward slash saucy. S-A-U-C-E-Y. No delivery freeze, no minimum. That's great. It's time to get messed up in a responsible way. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Welcome back to Convince Me. Cool, a couple of cool commercials. Oh my God. I love those commercials. <laughs> that was a good time. Now, uh, we left on a cliffhanger, and we had just talked about one of the coolest heel turns at the WrestleMania, which mm-hmm. is like the big year every year? Every year, yeah. Every The year, like, championship it's culmination. Functionally, the wrestling Super Bowl. Yeah, so, yeah, what's the season? I guess, yeah. for me, like, what is the season? How long are they stirring up these stories? Here is probably the biggest problem with wrestling. It is all the time. Okay. So they have like three times a week right now, right? Um, They have two shows with like different wrestlers on each, um, but it's a three hour show on Monday and a two hour show on Tuesday. Don't watch them. Like, don't (laughs) don't watch the shows. You can, like, the way. That's so much content. It's too much. Yeah. It's way too much. And the fact that they don't have an off season and that they're just like going year round is too much 
for people to watch, but also for like the wrestlers. There's like, yeah, there are so many wrestlers getting hurt and yeah. like breaking an ACL and just going out for nine months it, because that, they don't get a break. It's like it, it's an insane thing. That yeah. part is crazy to me that it's like it is. A, you have to be so well choreographed. Like, yes, it is fake, but at the same time, it's like you can actually get hurt pretty easily. Oh yeah. So it's just like, what is real? What is fake? I don't I w- know. I will tell you guys. I uh, trained to be a wrestler for a very short time. For and pro wrestler. Pro. Okay. Yeah. Um, what, how did, what was involved in that? Was that on your own, or did you go yeah, to like You're wearing the spandex right now. We look great. You look great. <laughs> I wore my old WCW <laughs> championship belt. Uh, I went to a party uh, for Groundhog's Day. Groundhog's Day party, as you do. You gotta. You celebrate it. Yeah, yeah. same old party every day, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm. They had hired um, two pro wrestlers, to one to play the Groundhog and one to play the Shadow, and they had like a match. That's amazing. At the, at the party. And so afterwards, I went up to them. I was like, that was so cool. Where do you, like, learn to do it? And they were like, we've got this training center. It's uh, down in Alameda, maybe. It was, like, right next to a recycling center. (laughs) It was a low-rent, just, like, garage. Um, But, yeah, they went and trained. And so I went and did it for, like, six months or something. And it's literally just, like, you watch them. they, They call them bumps. Okay. It's just you falling on your back. Like, when they punch you and you fall back, you you fall flat on your back and a springboard, hurt? right? I, is it like, it's kind of springy. It it's yeah. plywood. Yeah. It's, oh, it's God. pretty hard. Okay. Yeah. Pretty hard. Seems pretty hard. That sounds awful. It hurts a lot. And you kind of get used to it. Like they tell you how to like, l- you want to land with like your arms out in a T. So you're like dissipating as much of the kinetic right. energy as possible. But still, I would, it's I wouldn't have to learn that. I'd never be knocked down. Oh yeah. You just stay up. I would never be knocked down. That's smart. Yeah. That's my, that's my strategy. I mean, clearly Don't heal lose. though, right? Don't lose. Oh, yeah, I would heal very quickly. Yeah. That actually works for you because you are a seven-foot-tall monster. That's and right. And that's kind of what they, they don't want them to fall down, you know? I would break the entire ring, just like the whole sinkhole. <laughs> what would be uh, your catchphrase? I love – there's some good – do you smell – what the Rock is cooking is a good catchphrase. Yeah. Anybody got a peanut? That's my favorite Andre the Giant catchphrase. Was that, oh, that <laughs> is his, man. I feel like it is. I don't know. I'd uh, be like, thirsty much? I like that. I don't know. Is that something? And then you like expose your nipple. I yeah. took a turn. Sorry. Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll go with something else. <laughs> I did just watch a, a really great match uh, where Steve Austin was fighting Bret Hart in the crowd, and there was like a soda seller guy, and Steve Austin just grabbed the cup of Coke and threw it at Bret Hart and then took a swing himself. <laughs> so that would have been a perfect opportunity for him to say much? thirsty much? much. That's great. Are you smell what I'm baking? I don't know. That's oh, yeah. It's close, but and then uh, I do a little non-infringement. Oven, I do a little oven object work. Oh, I like that. You know? Oh, hot, 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 yeah. hot, hot. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. So that could be something. You waft it to uh, other yeah. people's noses. <laughs> Bring it around. Literally, do you smell it? Bring it around. Get some judges on there. Judge my cooking. <laughs> I'd really go all out. I think that's what I'd live for right there. So when you were training... Uh, how long? How long did this last? Uh, it was about six months. Oh wow, that's a long time. It was a while, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. What was your? Where were you at this? You could fall well. Were you doing any people's elbow? What I was really good at was the the talking. The talking. So this I makes was, a lot of sense. So this is part of the training. Like, oh yes. Wow, yeah. That, that's great. Learn okay. how to give interviews and like how to tell the story in what? the ring is the subtleties that like yeah. I was really good at picking up at instead of the. Uh, uh, athleticism. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, was this after having done improv already? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, great. and that's and I that's mean, why I ended up. They're feeding into each other. No, very much so. That was why I could talk, and then yeah. it, it got to a point where I was like, I can only, I only really have time for 
one extra hobby like this. And oh, improv yeah. hurt me less physically. So I was like, that's <laughs> the obvious choice. Do you think that's also a uh, little backstory? Mikey and I are on an improv team called mm-hmm. Theater Rex. And often, I would say not even often, every time uh, we're called to the stage for a show, Mikey someone goes up and has the chair. most... Yeah, toss someone up a chair. Toss up a chair right. and you just got to you know, slam it down. We do. We all do oven object work. <laughs> <laughs> pull out hey, cookies. that's my move. You guys can't be stealing my move. Hey, it's not copyrighted. Let's settle this yeah. in the ring. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Hey, you know what? 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 Uh, anyway, Mikey, Mikey will bound to the stage with so much energy and be jumping up and down. Do you think that's like a product of like... Wrestling and improv, like intermingling, Maybe. Or? yeah, yeah, He's like just a high I feel energy like guy. Anyway, I've got to like get my head in the game, yeah. kind of, and so you need yeah, some physicality. physicality. And how, how often, like in the interview, so the interview portion stuff, like, is it every like two sentences you have to like throw a diss at them, or like what's what's <laughs> the like I don't, you know you don't want to be doing it too much, but obviously you want to you want to knock them down. You want to tell whatever story you're building towards. Okay. So if you're the good guy, the story is about fighting nobly and proving to the fans that you have it in you. If you're a bad guy, it's about um, whining about your last loss <laughs> and saying how you deserve this new championship. So match. is it, it's more when you're a heel, like heel's an apt term because it's not like you're a villain necessarily. It's more like you're just an annoying person. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that's sort of the, um, this could maybe just be a Steve Austin podcast because uh, he's the only one I talk about, I guess. <laughs> he's the, he kind of shifted it from like um, what they used to refer to as like white meat baby faces, just like the all-American good guy. Uh, white meat baby the faces. Oh. WMBF, dude. I'm all about them. Uh, and unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, they were all white. The WWE is not the most. Well, it's, uh, it's in the name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so Steve Austin kind of came through and he was like, at, he started out as a bad guy and then he got it cheered so much that they were like, there's nothing more we can do. He's clearly the most popular wrestler maybe ever. That's great. That's power to the fans. Though. I do yeah. love that part. You know, that the fans can really help your trajectory as good or bad. That is cool. That's pretty cool. Was he more popular than The Rock? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, at that time, I feel like he was. Interesting, yeah. I feel like I was hearing about, yeah, Austin for sure. Well, mm. the merchandising was so good. Like, everybody had those. Oh, and, yeah. like, the, his, the creepy face. There's, like, a, uh, like a, um, a skull a skull face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But with, the like, lightning and scary. stuff, right? <laughs> Skulls are scary. It was a very scary shirt. And I was He's like, this is man? wrestling? I've yeah. watched it on the Olympics. No skulls. <laughs> Did you have a wrestling name? Did you have to decide on one? Oh, or? Yeah. I never had one. I, I always thought it would be funny to... Uh, so my name is Mikey McCaller, and I always thought it would be funny to have my name be Mikey, Mikey McCaller, McCaller. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's I like that stick a lot. I, I like did have a, a, uh, a bit of a character, though. I was um, Since I was a manager, I would go to the ring. Uh, be, because I could talk, I was good at managing, which is like you come to the ring with your wrestler, and you're kind of there in the corner. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and you kind of handle the talking, but you can tag in randomly. You can't tag in randomly, but you're like, you're like the corner man. Okay. Right. And since I was good at that, I was, uh, a Steve jobs kind of character. <laughs> and so <laughs> like giving Ted talks, I would, I would talk <laughs> about like, the wrestler the way he talked about the new eye. Amazing. That's can we get, can we, yeah. Can we yeah, yeah. enter a scene right now? Like um, this is before the, before the match. We'll, 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 this would we'll, be before the match. Okay. Okay, backstage. Great. Um, I'll, I'm managing, uh, uh, I can take on a character. Sure. No, no, no. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna manage you, and I'm gonna uh, <laughs> manage you. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna manage. 
I want to punch you in the face right now. <laughs> what? Please do. I'm lost. <laughs> what? Is this Vince McMahon? I don't know. What's that? My li- am I supposed to punch him? In- what? <laughs> what? 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 Uh, Let me tell you're going to manage me. Let me tell you something, so, Yeah. <laughs> the world and everyone in it is made out of stars. And that's something that you can't ever forget. Stars burst, bloom, explode, fall to the earth, and work to create people. There's something special and beautiful in all of us. And what Ben Castle has inside of him, the athletic ability, the amazing grace, elegance, and power that you see when Ben Castle steps into the ring, you'll know that to be true. You'll know that humanity is capable of more. You will know that you don't stand a chance because as much as you are made of everything good and beautiful that comes from this universe, you will know that Ben Castle is that compacted. It is that multiplied. It is that doubled, tripled, quadrupled to a point that you know, even though you're magic, Ben Castle will always be more magic. He will always be better than you, and he will be walking out of no mercy still. The United States champion. Yeah. Honestly, I see some steel chairs crying. That was beautiful. That, that's that was unbelievable. Honestly, very skillful. That was crazy. really something. You know. And I'm, so this is like the pre the pre match like hype up thing, right? Yeah. I'm getting hyped. That was really cool. That's very. <laughs> honestly, do you miss my, it? I do. I like yeah. doing that. What was fun about it? So then the fun of that character, rather, uh, is that I could give those kind of speeches. Like, you will see the beauty in him and and the majesty. And then I would sneakily hit the guy with the steel chair. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that part is awesome. Just like, yeah, there's so much, like, talking. And then just, like, you know it's just going to undercut it in a second. We were a giant cheater. Yeah, Yeah. it's so funny. I I love that. I would never do that. You immediately (laughs) do. I am pure wrestling gope. <laughs> Steel chair to the face. Mm-hmm. It'll we have get to you. have respect for the rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, I do love that. A lot of backstabbing in, in wrestling, which is pretty fun. What about like now? So Steve Austin was like the heyday. I mean, is, he's, oh, yeah, is he still question. wrestling or no? He's not. He's, no. he's not. He actually Did still he? has. He has a podcast. I've heard. I've actually heard it's like great. That's right. I've heard it's great. Not it's, as good as Convince Me. Yeah, but it's good. It's well, not Convince Me. What it's is? solid. It's solid. Nobody ever convinces Steve Austin of anything. He I, goes in. That's the problem. He's got a hard head. He thinks he's right. Literally, it looks like. People people go in there. They try to convince him of something. He goes, uh-uh. What? <laughs> <laughs> did, who's the re- – so he, did he try to kind of parlay like The Rock did into acting at all? He did. He did a little – he did like some direct-to-DVD movies. Mm-hmm. Like it never quite oh, – You hate to see it. Flew off for you him. You hate to see it. Who's the wrestler that's doing uh, yoga? You guys uh, know about this? No. Right, I'll, I'll oh, look uh, yes. Uh, DDP. DDP yoga. Yeah. Yeah, Diamond yeah, yeah, Dallas Page a- yoga. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Diamond then, Dallas Page sounds much better than DDP, I gotta say. Strong agree. Yeah. I'm gonna agree as well. Yeah. Um, that kind of gets into the dark aspect of wrestling. DDP started doing this because there are so many wrestlers who, by by nature of like the grueling tour schedule and Vince McMahon's bizarre fetish for muscle men, are so addicted to painkillers right. and steroids right. that their bodies are be just so breaking much down. Yeah. And DDP yoga is like saving lives now of these That's old wrestlers who um releases yeah, endorphins as well if you're struggling with like concussion related headache or uh, so. depression and stuff yeah it's crazy yeah they are all juiced up so you know you were gonna there i think you were gonna ask who are the wrestlers now oh, yeah, t- yeah today who's like who today. who's a good who's some people we should get into um 
so John Cena is kind of the he, and he's Hogan still doing it. Okay, today. yeah. Okay. Um, he's kind of uh, scaled his his schedule back. Um, he's, he's around acting a lot. Around. Yeah, he's acting a lot. He is uh, a fascinating case of like the fans rejecting him. Like very clear, it was the first time when the WWE pushed him. They said, "This is clearly our new Hulk Hogan, our new Rock, our new Steve Austin," and the fans said no and booed him. Why? Because it was so fake, it uh, okay. felt it felt like he was like, "Hey, I'm the good." Like he, his character was he was like a rapper, and so he oh, was like, "Oh, baby." <laughs> when when was this? Do you think this was 2002? Oh, long, oh wow, long yeah. time ago. Yeah. yeah, and that's what people started liking about him. So they're cheering him because he was like legitimately hitting good insults in his raps. Oh, nice, cool, so rap. And that. then they started shifting him once, like he got to a level of popularity. They decided he's the new guy. And the and at that moment his character shifted into like this hustle loyalty respect is kind of his catchphrase. Um, he like started like hustle saluting out of the <laughs> <laughs> loyalty and respect. Great, yeah, it's like military throw, throw in there. Yeah, <laughs> he was uh, going to pool halls and <laughs> yeah, I was like why hustle? <laughs> yeah, playing bad for two games and then great. <laughs> he, um, well, loyalty and respect, but the hustle really was a turn. <laughs> Lost all my money. Unbelievable. Wow. Um, but he, uh, in the same way that, like, uh, again, this, like, metatextual level, we are simultaneously watching the fight in the ring, but also the fight between management and the fans. The fans don't like John Cena. It's clear Vince McMahon loves John Cena. John Cena is beating all the guys they like more in, like, these kind of decisive ways that make them look like idiots. Uh. Um, John Cena, one of the most famous examples is WWE pulled this really great angle um, where they had like a training league they were kind of billing it as called NXT. Called the WCW Burn. Dude, nice. I don't know what WCW is. <laughs> Thirsty much? Yeah. yeah. Oh, how about Old World Order? <laughs> Sick. Uh, go ahead, sorry. They... Uh, they they do this really great angle where at the end of a Monday Night Raw, these five guys from NXT, their like minor league system, come to Raw, beat up John Cena, beat up everybody, and just start like ripping apart the ring, <laughs> just wow. like breaking tables, and it's like awesome. It's destruction. Like, oh my god, You're into horrifying. It. And so they set up this big tag team elimination match for SummerSlam, their big pay-per-view, right? The five guys from NXT against John Cena and some other guys. And they get down to like Three on one. It's three of these NXT guys versus John Cena. And John Cena ends up winning. Whew. And it's just like, like they sacrificed all five of those guys. I think all five of them now are out of the company. Oh, wow. I do not. Because like their careers. Unbelievable. It's like clearly have them win that match. Make he them seem s- like He threats. should be sending a lot of fruit baskets every year to these you dudes. Really then you can should. have the revenge match. I feel like. Exactly. It's just, that's just poor writing. You it's know? it's amazing how you have been immersed in wrestling culture for about 30 minutes and know that. You know, that's just poor writing, you know? Yeah. I saw it. It was yeah. right there on the table. It's very evident. And yeah. so they just slammed the table. Could have kept that table, <laughs> put a chair on it. Now you got something going. There's a couple of things I'm curious about that were, in the brief time I was really exposed to wrestling my freshman year of college uh, uh, with my roommate Tony, aforementioned. There were a the couple Undertaker. trends, yeah. The You've roomed with the Undertaker. Has, uh, you're familiar, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of crow-inspired imagery. He sure, likes sure. Uh, there were a couple things that were really weird to me in wrestling, like cage matches mm-hmm. were big. Like, they had an actual cage on yeah. them. Is that still a thing? It is. It was gross to me. It was gross. Were, they only, like, smash people's faces against <laughs> the cage a lot, and they get... 
they would cut themselves with razor blades? It used to be a lot better. Um, well, first of all, they have since stopped the razor blade thing. Yeah, that's really gross. Yeah. I'm glad. It was it was too. Uh, I, I like it. I think you they, like the I blood? think they need it every once in a while. Why don't to... use some fake blood? Why do you got to actually cut your face? Yeah, razor blades, easy to uh, get from Harry's we haven't had. No, we don't. Okay, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I thought, thought that was going to be a good transition. <laughs> The, so the idea of the cage match is, like, if they're doing it well, it's about, like, these two guys have been fighting for so long, and there's always, like, outside interference, or they've got, like, right. their corner man is always getting in the ring. Oh, I see. And so I the never cage match is to, is to uh, ostensibly, like, separate them and just, like, these two guys have to settle it. Until somebody just opens the gate. <laughs> they're not good about it. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any other? I mean, so steel chair, that's just, like, you know, that's the classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weapon to the face, but are there any other weapons? I heard the soda one. That's great. Soda Soda's one. Great. Yeah. That sounds great. But like, yeah, any anything else coming out from I'm the a, fans? Or I'm a big fan of the ring bell. The ring bell. Yeah, I'm there's listening. like the, a weapon the piece of board that has the bell that they hit yeah. with a hammer. But sometimes they will go out and grab it. And they will go and does it make the, the noise? In my head, it does. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, does it actually? I feel like it does. I think it, it I think should. Because it would, it would yeah. vibrate yeah. the bell. Uh, they, I love it when they pick up a whole plastic table. That's <laughs> a cool good. move. Like, you know, like, you've seen me throw a chair. How about this table? It really happens. It's hilarious. I don't, I don't get how you can like actually get smashed in the face with a chair and then just like continue. You know? Yeah. Amazing. Well, that's the there a lot heart, of it? Yeah. grit. Determination. That's the hustle. Hustle. <laughs> Don't forget the hustle. Yeah, that's the what? Uh, what? what? Oh man, that's fascinating. That's yeah. really fascinating. Who are you? Who are you following right now? Who's your favorite? Um, so my two favorites of the last couple years have both left WWE Ooh. in the last like year. Or Hate so. to see it. Hate to see uh, that. Daniel Bryan is still like an on-camera figure, but he is just like. He's a vegan. He's not super ripped. He's like a shorter guy. He's got like a giant bushy beard. Ew. Yeah. Okay. Ew. Everything <laughs> that Vince McMahon hates. And like he oh, was like yeah. a star on the independence. And when he came to WWE, they're like, he's never going to go anywhere. And they got one beautiful story, like a six-month story of his climb to the world championship. And he won it at WrestleMania 30. And it's like this beautiful story. Um, there was in real life, there's a little kid with cancer who was like involved, who his favorite wrestler was Daniel Bryan. And he got to be there at WrestleMania. They got to bring this little kid in and hold him as Daniel Bryan won the championship. I'm getting chills wow. thinking about it. Wow. That's no joke. Donald Trump. And then the little kid in. took a chair out. <laughs> he said, Matt's my make a wish. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine. <laughs> Throws off his wig. Yeah. Um, it's me, Tony Allen, Ben's roommate <laughs> slash The Undertaker. <laughs> Surprise. I'm going to have to get him to listen to this. Lots of shout outs. Lots uh, of shout outs. We'll be right back after these messages. Well, probably singular. Man, this movie was great. I love Blade Runner Director's Cut. But I just want to see the Director's Cut of how they eat. Well, you can get it now at Butcher Shop Director's Cut. We got Tarantino's Blood Sausage. We got there. You're going to need special glasses for this. James Cameron's 3D ham. It was very expensive to make, and it's very bad to the taste. And that's not all. We also got our favorite here at Director's Cut, Michael Bay's... (laughs) It exploded. Director's Cut meets. Come on down. I left it. I, I kind of went. It, it kind of came in the middle, and I uh, left at nowhere. So I liked it. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I missed the, the problem was I missed the first sentence of the ad. So uh, well, well, you know, we can only read what copy the advertiser sent. The, the ink ran out. So, uh, but director's cut, fun wordplay. If you think about it, so shout out. It's to a, them. like a like a meat cut. Meat, because <laughs> that's the funny thing about cut. Yeah, it's like a cut of meat. That's right. So. A lot of screenwriters. Oh. You ever see like in a rom com, you have a meat cut. Right. Right. Oh, that's fun. So, uh, we've we've heard a lot of good arguments from Mikey. Mikey. It's coming down to the wire. Do you have any final argument, closing argument to, to, to wrap us up and get us convinced to love pro wrestling? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I do. What? I think there is, um, because there's the uh, WWE Network now, and it costs nine ninety nine per month. I'm out. <laughs> if you are willing to take the time, watch... From this, like, on-demand wrestling service, there are two or three matches that are just... First of all, one thing WWE is legitimately good at is, like, pre-match, like, cut-together video packages okay. that kind of tell you the story. Yeah, like a hype, hype video. A hype video, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm into that. I didn't know if I was going to say hype package or hype video, and it came out <laughs> hype, hype video. video. <laughs> I was going to let it slide. Director's <laughs> cut. Yeah, director's cut. Um, there are, like, three matches that if you watch... The story of pro wrestling is very clear and and in and of themselves are great stories. And they are WrestleMania 17 with Steve Austin and The Rock, which I told you about. Um, John Cena versus CM Punk, Money in the Bank from CM 2011. Punk? CM Punk is my other favorite wrestler who left within What's the last CM couple years. What's CM stand for? Convince uh, me. He's <laughs> a big fan of your podcast. Huge fan. Huge fan. Why are our numbers not reflecting this? <laughs> Why is he yeah, I think it was the initials, dude. No one knows what it means. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't actually know what CM stands for. Uh, he is, um, when, you, when you talk about the, he is the, uh, the biggest superstar who has mastered, who, who rather, who did master. Can I just start this whole thing over again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got so excited because I'm thinking Closing about argument. all the levels. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The point is, CM Punk is the metatextual wrestler. Okay. He is the one who talks about the backstage stuff on stage. So he has this match with John Cena, who is the champion at the time. He's earned his championship match, and he says, my contract is coming up. And because if you follow wrestling, you know that that's actually true. Like, he's probably going to leave wrestling. He comes out and says it on TV. My contract is up. It's like I'm... a verbal folding chair to the face. It really is. <laughs> oh, director's cut. Um, he comes out and he starts telling John Cena all the things that the fans have been saying for years. Like, oh, you're real boring. Things. You're fake. You are clearly the corporation pushing a good guy oh. on us. And it's like the kind of things that you think you're not supposed to hear on TV. Yeah. And he has this match with John Cena where he says, if I beat you for this title, I'm leaving the company with the title. And it's like, you're doing the math in your head. You kind of know like, okay, they're not going to let him say this stuff on TV if he hasn't signed a new contract. Right. But they did a good job of like not letting that get out and kind of selling that story. And he legitimately was ready to quit because they hadn't been using him well. He yeah. was losing to John Cena all the time and not right. getting anywhere. They have this match at Money in the Bank, the uh, pay-per-view, um, in Chicago, CM Punk's hometown. The crowd literally has signs. This is like an old wrestling thing, but this is the first time they held up the sign and I believed it. It says, if Cena wins, we riot. And it's just like, yeah. Oh no. I get it. Yeah. And it's that's an amazing match. There's like a video beforehand that kind of has like cuts of that interview that he did. Um it's 
amazing. It's like amazing pro wrestling storytelling. And this is why CM Punk is my favorite because he has that, which is like the backstage aspect of wrestling. And he also had a few years earlier a storyline where he was trying to convince Rey Mysterio, uh, who you yeah, remember, sure. he wore a mask like a luchador. He's trying to convince Rey Mysterio to be himself, be honest. <laughs> hustle. Hustle. Yeah, you gotta you hustle. You gotta hustle. He came out during Rey, Mys- Rey Mysterio brought his family out to the ring, his real-life family, oh. and his young daughter, who is like five or six. And he's like, I want to lead the crowd in a chant of happy birthday. CM Punk comes out, and he says, hey, kids, what is it like to have a coward for a father. Oh, <laughs> my God. Wow. And it's horrifying, and it's, like, legitimately, like, full of this, like, creepy, ma- like, hey, kid, what's it like? Oh. And then he sings in this horrifying, like, macabre style, happy birthday to Rey Mysterio's wow. daughter. Convince me punk. Chilling. Not a nice guy. <laughs> Not a, maybe that's why our ratings are so low. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is, honestly, that's a pretty good closing argument. Like, a. I feel like uh, it, you can find them if they're they're all on the WWE network. They're can fun I, instances to watch. Yeah, I will say for me, this is my verdict. Uh, ben Castle, you can follow me at Ben Castle. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, for me, I'm convinced I want to watch that, especially the pre-match of uh, The Rock and uh, jo- Steve Austin. Cool. Is it John Austin? Is that a person? Austin. That's John Austin. Uh, um, anyway uh i want to i want to see that so you've convinced me at least to give it a try that way i think there's no way i could become a fan just by hearing this stuff Mm because it's a it's a big experience um honestly if i become a fan that's another thing that's sucking my time (laughs) away Um, so but i am gonna i'm gonna watch that pre if i can find it on youtube or something i'm not gonna pay 10 bucks a month that's (laughs) yeah that's never gonna be Uh, I'll find it for you. Okay, cool, I can, cool. I can find it. Well, hey, you. that's even less work. Fair. Uh, I will say, uh, probably not going to do the ten bucks a month thing, but I, I mean, seeing Steve Austin and The Rock in their prime, I like because I think at the time when I first was exposed to that, I like wasn't, I was like in it, but not really. And I'd love, love to see the insults and that. So I'm convinced yeah. to watch that as well, just because uh, you know I love some great insults. You know, yeah. you love to see that. So I'm going to say yes, Jeff. I would like some low-calorie pepperoni pizza. Taxi! Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to give it a watch, I got to say. Because sometimes when I flip it on, it's, I'm just like, man, this is insane. <laughs> but people love it, so I'm going to give it a go. I really thought we were going to go over two today. We were your passion, in. it's infectious. It's a lot it's of passion. Infectious. And wrestling seems so stupid to me but you made it sound so entertaining like legit stories it's yeah. like i gotta become a wrestling writer dude none of this yeah. comedy stuff they they do hire comedy writers it's like in florida you can you move down mm-hmm. there and you uh write uh, howard kramer did it for like you guys are familiar with howard kramer the comedian he did it for like Seinfeld, six months yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. good <laughs> cosmo wow. howard kramer two for two amazing give it up well great job mikey two for two uh our next segment is something we like to call first impressions. We're springing this on Mikey. This is uh, Jeff. Jeff calls it first bowl. You can hear there's there's many different slips of paper in this bowl. Um, there should be some recognizable celebrities on here. Um, passing the bowl to Mikey. Mikey, pick one of those, and you're going to have to give an impression of it. 
and we'll ask you some questions as that character. You're going to become that person. Am I going to tell you which character I am? Yeah, read it yeah. out, and then you'll become that. Oh, if we had to guess, that would be a whole harder game. That's, that'd be, <laughs> yeah, that's, I th- feel like I see that on whose line is it anyway. Would you get, if it's someone you don't know who it is, you can put it back. Do you know who it is? I'm going to take another one. All right. All right. right. Good, good. Might have been blank. I'm not great at this. Okay. Okay. Right. Who, who, who is you your got? person? I am uh, Buzz Lightyear. All right. Oh, great. Buzz Lightyear. Great. Uh, let's welcome Buzz Lightyear to the show. Well, uh, thank you. <laughs> Good to meet you, Buzz. Uh, love those wings. Does that get in the way ever in your personal life? Or? No, I insert them into my backpack when I'm <laughs> not flying around. Otherwise, I just press the button and. <laughs> That's oh, fair. Wow. Very nice. Uh, Buzz, any plans to go to space anytime soon? Uh, all the time. All this nonsense. More like any plans to not be in space, and it's <laughs> to for stay on terra short, firma. Yeah, this short podcast appearance, and then I am off, Holy back God. into space. You might say to infinity and beyond. I would Is not it? say that. Oh, I'm sorry. Just any time. <laughs> I'm so presumptuous. I'm sorry. Uh, hey, you know, for some reason, I just feel like uh, you and Tim Allen have some sort of connection. I wondered what you thought of his recent tweet where he said. Uh, Evolutions, what was it? Something like evolution says we come from monkeys. Why do we still have monkeys? Yeah, please, Buzz, enlighten us. Well, Buzz, <laughs> you see, here's the thing. Tim Allen is a horrible man. I would, Ooh. I would shoot him with my space arm laser if I could. <gasps> what? Because as a man of uh, uh, the Intergalactic Space Federation, I care about science. I care about. Oh, sure, you have to. Lord. Yeah. Evolution is part of science. Hey, Tim Allen, I like your voice. Hate your politics. Honestly gives a bad rep to the Allen name because Tony Allen, the Undertaker. Tony Allen's a great guy. Great guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Buzz, any plans for uh, Toy Story 4? You know, how do you balance your acting and space exploration? They work around me. <laughs> sure. When I'm sure. on a space mission, that's why there was just a few years between Toy Story 1 and 2. Toy Story 2 and 3, many years. Right, you were out there. Because I was out there defending the galaxy from predators. That's What kind of predators did you... No, the predator from the film Predator. <laughs> oh. Sure, sure, yeah. Well, follow-up question on the predator. Um, how do you find him? He's always, like, camouflaged, right? I kind of just uh, shoot my space laser in, a, in an arc, and eventually you, hear, you hear a, a, a yelp, <laughs> and then you go towards, you go towards that. Uh, Buzz, changing the subject a little, I got to tell you, we've, a lot of us uh, here on Earth have seen a documentary about uh, you and some fellow adventurers. Uh, I got to ask, what do you think of Woody? You guys still get along? Well, he got married recently, and I wasn't invited. Jesse, is that right? He got, no. I'm I'm romantically entangled with Jesse. Oh, is is that right? Bo Peep. Bo Peep. Uh, I didn't know how to feel about the <laughs> lack of invitation. Uh, I'm sure we're still fine. If I texted him, I assume it would be okay. You on Verizon? Yes. Okay. That's the only option. Sure. Well, I assume they get the best coverage in in space. Space. In space. Yeah. Got that intergalactic plan. A Terry. Uh, that was uh, Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. <laughs> First impressions. Uh, Thanks, Buzz. That was it. great. That was a great job, Mikey. <laughs> Mikey's back in the you studio. Hear <laughs> <laughs> you hear a yelp. Hear a yelp. That's gonna. I'm gonna laugh at that all day. <laughs> Love that. Uh, now we come to the part of the show everyone loves and tunes in for, called plugs. 
I'll start us off here. Um, you can go to boardwalkaudio.com slash convince me. Click on support our artists and it takes you to Amazon. Buy something and uh, it helps us somehow. It's pretty mysterious. Uh, I also want to promote uh, Theodore Rex. Mikey and I are on this improv team. Hell yeah. I don't know how you can find out about our shows. Maybe follow us on Twitter. I think Twitter is the move. Yeah, yeah Twitter's the move. So Mikey, follow Mikey. Follow me on Twitter. Um, and then also, if you if you liked the show today, check out uh, another Boardwalk show called You Should Love Wrestling, where they are constantly trying to convince Stephen uh, Pearlstein. Stephen Austin. Yeah, Stephen Austin <laughs> to love wrestling. He's out, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Thayer, what do you got? Uh, not much. I think uh, Loser Levities, you're yes. competing. Your uh, Babyface uh, improv team has a show the 12th. Yeah, I think so. The, at Pack Theater. Yep, September 12th, Pack Theater. I'll be coming back from a international trip. We'll be very tired. I'll say some weird stuff, so check it out. Yeah, you take, get some drinks on that, on that fla- plane be. and you'll be loose. Or get them from Saucy. We still <laughs> another promo? Okay. Yeah, great. Saucy. Uh, that's what I look for. So check that out and uh, follow these guys on Twitter. I, I don't really tweet, so. Cool. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You, were, you were doing well I had, Yeah, there was like a three-day stretch last week where I was like, <laughs> Couple whoa, of tweets. this is going crazy. And then it all, uh, let's just say got, tumbling a, down. got a tweet to the face. Steel tweet. Steel tweet to the face. Great, great. Uh, Mikey, uh, your Twitter handle or anything you'd like to plug? Yeah. uh, Follow me on Twitter at Mikey McCaller. M-I-K-E-Y-M-C-C-O-L-L-O-R. You should start a wrestling one too with your wrestling name. I should. I would would follow. We should get some insult. We should all have some fake fake (laughs) wrestling Twitter (laughs) handles. It'd be pretty fun. Great. Uh, thanks, Mikey. And next time you want to hear something wacky, wacky and woodly, you can catch us here on Convince Me. Did you have another plug? Did I cut you off? Okay. This, this is all staying. are made of everything good and beautiful that comes from this universe, you will know that Ben Castle is that compacted. It is that multiplied. It is that doubled, tripled, quadrupled to a point that you know, even though your magic, Ben Castle will always be more magic. He will always be better than you, and he will be walking out of no mercy. Still, the United States champion.